and welcome to episode number, I believe it's 15, of Sports Bar Talk. And we had a pretty good week with our NFL picks. I'll dig into that in a second. We did get two games wrong, but the two games we got right, our final scores were very close to actually hitting. And when I hit those final scores, I'll be in a tremendous mood. This is Sports Bar Talk. We do have the best seat in the house. I can't believe we're 15 episodes in. Can you? I can't believe it. One thing's for certain. I'm back in Studio 2, my bedroom. I have no production crew. My dog, I think, is chewing on a tennis ball downstairs. Uh, my pr- executive producer, a.k.a. my mother, and my other producer, a.k.a. my father... They're both pastors. Well, my mom's no longer a pastor. She uh, does art projects. And so they're downstairs working, just trying to keep God happy. Because when you keep God happy, it's a good life. Anyway, enough about that. Into the sports now. And one thing I forgot to mention that one reviewer wrote. I forgot to mention. I mentioned the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament. But the U.S. Open Golf Tournament happened. And congratulations to Bryson DeChambeau winning the U.S. Open. Absolutely demolishing the competition at Winged Foot Golf Club there in beautiful Westchester County, New York. Shout out to my to the New York correspondent, by the way. Haven't shouted her out in a, in a while. Uh, but DeChambeau, I had a chance to watch a lot of the golf, except on Sunday when the NFL was going on, and DeChambeau... You know, he's put on a lot of muscle. He's When he drives that golf ball, he absolutely smashes it. And people think this could be the moment where golf transforms. People, young golfers might be watching saying, Hey, I want to build muscle like Bryson. Bryson DeChambeau could be very much like what we saw in the NBA when Steph Curry came and took over the league. We could see that with Mr. DeChambeau. Another thing I forgot to mention last week... The ongoing saga of Big Ten football. Well, praise the Lord, we're going to have Big Ten football. I am so ecstatic for this. I have been waiting to see my Ohio State Buckeyes absolutely destroy the Penn State Nittany Lions. And we're going to get it. Oh boy, all the Penn State fans, they thought they were going to get away with an Ohio State beating in 2020. But you know what? 2020 strikes again, Happy Valley. Y'all, y'all can't, y'all can't get away from us. So the season kicks off the weekend of October twenty third. Looks like twenty, the twenty fourth is when the first games will be played, and October thirty first, that's the day of the beating when Ohio State travels to Penn State. There will be no fans, so I anticipate an Ohio State blowout. But we'll we'll, get, we'll pick it when we get closer to the game. I think you already know who I'm gonna pick in that game. Uh, a couple other things to mention. The season ends, regular season ends December 12th with the traditional Michigan at Ohio State. It's going to be weird seeing that game not on Thanksgiving weekend, but we'll see. And then December 19th when all the conference championships happen, they're trying something new here called Champions Week, East versus West. So you'll have the normal title game, but... Every team is going to play in a cross-divisional matchup based on seeding. And this could be huge for potentially the college football playoff. You may remember the year Penn State won the Big Ten in 2016. 
they ended up not getting in the playoff because they were a two-loss team and a one-loss Ohio State team got in over them. And, of course, also Alabama, I do believe, as well, had the same thing a year or two ago, which left Ohio State off the playoff. I know I was livid about that because Ohio State is the better football team. Alabama, there's a reason they lost. Uh, the SEC is much more quality opponents, but oh, that's all right. Uh, that's the past. But we do, we will have Big Ten football. A lot of talk about the Pac-12. I know they're having a vote soon. Uh, if they'll have a season, hopefully they do. But the college football playoff is going to be an absolute mess. And games are getting wiped out because of COVID. I know the Notre Dame gets, this game this weekend is getting wiped out because Notre Dame had a little COVID outbreak. So is South Florida's game, who was Notre Dame's opponent last week. So there's that. You have the Preakness next week. I'll dive into that next week. Let's see what else. Oh, NBA. Uh, Lakers are up 2-1 in their series against the Nuggets. Uh, you have the Heat are up 3-1 in their series. Miami Heat. They might have a chance to beat the Boston Celtics. I hope not. And then you have the NHL. Now, in the vein of full disclosure, I don't watch hockey as much as I used to back in the day. But I have been following the Stanley Cup for the sake of this podcast, and uh, the Lightning are up 2-1 against the Dallas Stars. So, we will see if we get that opportunity. But, enough regular sports chat. It's time for the NFL Picks of the Week. And I mentioned we kind of had a down week. I tell you what, I did not expect the Raiders to beat the Saints Monday night. So, we got that pick wrong. Uh... I also, uh, the Bengals and Browns in a little bit of a shootout. The final score is 35-30. That does not reflect how much of a blowout it was. Joe Burrow did look fine, though. But then the two games we got right. The game of the week, in my opinion, was Patriots-Seahawks. And I said final score, Seattle 38, New England 35. That game ended. Seattle did end up winning the game 35-30. to And then... Ravens-Texans, I had said 35-17, and the Ravens won. They scored 33 points. Houston ended up only scoring 16. We were so close, guys. We were so close. Maybe we'll get it right with final scores tonight. So let's dive into the picks. We have an absolute barn burner of a game. The Miami Dolphins taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars there. In Everglades Stadium in Jacksonville. I'm pretty sure they'll have fans in the stands too. And I didn't realize that they did have fans in uh, Cleveland for the Browns game. So, Dolphins and Jaguars. Surprisingly, the Jaguars are 1-1. One, one one. Miami 0-2. Oh Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Gardner Minshew. Fitzpatrick tried to start a little words. And if you've watched Jaguars football, you will know Gardner Minshew is known for... Wearing his jean shorts. And his hair is a little wacky. And he has a little mustache. He looks like a Texas Ranger in the 50s. Or a policeman in the 50s. Very, very interesting style he likes to wear. And he looks... He's... every All the... All the old heads love him. I'll say. Not in a not the elderly, but... Like maybe the 40-year-olds and the 30-year-olds. And even the college students love him. The college kids. I, I know one kid who dressed up as him for Halloween last year. Uh, this game's going to be... I don't know. I don't watch these two teams enough. Only on maybe on the red zone block. 
I'll probably have my attention on Lakers Nuggets tonight. I probably won't be even watching this game. But I will say this. I think I think Tua Tagovailoa Loa comes in tonight in prime time. It'll be similar to two years ago when Baker Mayfield came in. Came in. I think Tua comes in, leads them, does a good job. And I think the Miami Dolphins will actually win this football game 20-17 to and defeat the Jaguars. I think we see that. Alright, next game. We'll do our little Sunday in the 1-4 and 4 block right now. And our uh, game for that window will be the Cowboys and Seahawks. That's the featured game in the 425 window. You have Seattle 2-0. And a lot of people think Russell Wilson... Might be the best player in this league and MVP. It's astounding. Russell Wilson has no MVP votes in his NFL career. That is absolutely uh, cruelty to Russell Wilson, who's a very good quarterback. On the other side of the football, you have the Cowboys. And I tell you what, did they pull off a miracle last week against the Atlanta Falcons? For those of you that don't know, the Cowboys were down like 17 or 14 points going into the final quarter. And in the final two minutes, they were down, uh, I believe it was nine points. They score a touchdown, and then they get the onside kick, which is rare. You, the onside kick, you have less than a 1% chance, really, of getting it ever since they changed the rule a couple years ago. Uh, the kicker uh, did an unusual technique. Normally when you see the onside kick, they bounce it up on the air. He laid the ball flat on the ground instead of teeing it up. And he kicked it, and the ball just kind of spun around. The Falcons players didn't know what to do. They thought, oh, it's going to bounce. They were expecting a bounce. They just stood there and did nothing, and the Cowboys went and grabbed it uh, once it cleared the 10 yards, and then they drove down the field, and Greg the Leg Zerline kicked the game-winning field goal. So the Cowboys get in the win column. They're 1-1. One one. Seattle, of course, we picked them last week. They beat the Patriots, and and a really it was a thrilling game. It just proved to me that Cam Newton is back. By the way, but we're not picking the Patriots; we're picking Seattle. Give me Seattle on this one. I believe they will win this game, thirty-one twenty-four. All right, now to the primetime games. We have a good Sunday night game. Actually, good's not even the word to use. A great Sunday night game. The Green Bay Packers, led by Aaron Rodgers, take on Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. And the Packers are 2-0, and they have gone through the competition pretty much in the first week of the season, two weeks of the season. They, of course, defeated the Vikings in Week 1. I don't know why the Vikings game is up here. Where's Week 2? Come on. Where's Week 2, computer? Yeah, they defeated the Lions, so they've took an absolute control of the NFC North right off the gate. Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers balled out again. 240 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He was 18 through 30. Uh, Aaron Jones had a pretty good day. 18 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns, rushing the football. He also had a receiving touchdown as well. He absolutely balled out too. And then on the Saints side, we talk about Drew Brees. A lot of they don't have Michael Thomas. There's talks he could have been he could be back this week, who knows? It's all just a mess. Uh Alvin Kamara, of course, doing the usual balling out. Drew Brees 
Throws a lot of checkdowns. I think he's worried because he doesn't have his deep threat receiver, Michael Thomas, out there right now. We'll see. Uh, for the pick, I'm going to give you the Packers here. I think it'll be 24-17. But that could change depending on if Michael Thomas plays. But then when Michael Thomas does play, you never know what you're going to get. Alright, to the Monday Night Game. And this is our game of the week. Oh my, I can't wait for this one. The defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Led by Patty Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey. Travel to Baltimore to take on... Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, Mark Andrews, and the Baltimore Ravens. Folks, if there is any NFL game, if you only watch one NFL game this weekend, this is the game to watch. The two times these teams have played in the Mahomes versus Jackson era, they have been absolute classics. Lamar, of course, we know he's MVP Lamar, and this is going to be most of the country's first chance at really seeing Lamar this season after they bowed out of the playoffs against Tennessee last year. Excuse me. And you talk about Lamar, and he's actually he's kept up the pace now. Week 1, he didn't do as many Houdini plays, still played very well. Had was 18 for 24 passing with 204 yards and a touchdown. Running the ball, he had 18 carries, 54 yards. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, he had Mahomes. They went to go travel to SoFi Stadium as the Chargers opened their portion of SoFi Stadium. You mentioned the Rams and the Chargers are sharing that stadium, so the Chargers officially kicked off their SoFi Stadium era. That game was a thriller because the Chiefs came back. And we didn't know Justin Herbert was going to play until that game, until literally he got out there. We didn't know. We thought it was Tyrod Taylor. Turns out the uh, he was going to get a painkiller for his uh, chest injury. And they ended up puncturing a rib. And so he's out week to week. Uh, that's the interesting injury story from the NFL. But back to Mahomes, he was 27 for 47, 302 yards, two touchdowns. He made an amazing throw to Tyree Hill that really put them back in the game. Threw it deep in the triple coverage, and then Hill kind of dove for the ball and made an amazing catch, and the momentum carried him into the end zone for the touchdown. It was crazy, crazy play. I was watching it, and I couldn't believe it, but oh, I'm not surprised. Mahomes has at least one of those only Mahomes moments a game. There's a reason he's MVP. And there's a reason I think he's the best quarterback in the league with all due respect to Russell and Lamar and Deshaun Watson. Tyree Kill, of course, five receptions, 99 yards in that touchdown. Kelsey had nine catches for 90 yards. This game's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be very similar to that Chiefs-Rams game. Give me Kansas City for the heck of it. 41-37. It's a shootout. It's going to be very similar to that Rams game. Rams-Chiefs game that happened two seasons ago. Give me all the Chiefs. I, I'll, but I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore wins. I'll give you that. The score, the game could go either way. Alright, to the food of the week. And when I was thinking about this, I want to try and tie a theme to maybe a team or two I'm picking. But I noticed one common denominator with the majority of the teams we were picking. Shrimp. Seafood. 
So the food of the week is seafood. Now, I love fried shrimp, but I also love grilled shrimp. I love shrimp sushi. I love shrimp tempura sushi. I love fried shrimp at the Chinese restaurants. Shout out to J&J's and Chinatown Kitchen. But the best place I love my fried shrimp. Well, I'll give you a chain first. Ruby Tuesdays. I have always loved their fried shrimp. Their honey mustard to dip it in instead of the cocktail sauce is very, quite delightful. And of course, when you go to Ruby Tuesdays, you have to. Now, in the COVID era, I wouldn't recommend it. But the all-you-can-eat salad bar, they had the uh, pumpernickel croutons. I was I was in heaven every time we'd go to Ruby Tuesdays and get the pumpernickel croutons. But the food of the week is fried shrimp. Now, I'd recommend getting those pumpernickel croutons after COVID and after we have a safe vaccine. And Fauci says it's okay to, to go back to normal life. But that's a little ad there for Ruby Tuesdays is pumpernickel croutons. But back to fried shrimp. Another place I love fried shrimp. I've mentioned Pam Rowland on this show before. And... We went to St. Augustine, Florida one time, and we went to the seafood place called Barnacle Bills, and they have very good fried shrimp, but I think they're closed. I'd have to check with my source on that. Uh, but when we went to St. Augustine back in February of 2019, there's this place called Osteen's, and they had very good fried shrimp. They came with hush puppies, and I was able to get fries, and I think I also got cottage cheese. That is a very underrated side dish, cottage cheese. I'd highly recommend, if you go to Cracker Barrel or anywhere and you get the fried shrimp platter, it's another good place with good fried shrimp. They give you like two or three sides to pick from. I always choose fries, hash brown casserole, and cottage cheese. Yes, I love potatoes. Another place I like fried shrimp. I'm trying to think of the place's name. Oh, the Chinese restaurants. They do it in that little tempura batter. It's so good. And then... Me and my cousin Greer, we love shrimp toast at the Chinese restaurants. It's literally just, I think it's shrimp salad fried in a little triangle or cube. Very good. You dip it in the soy sauce. Very high sodium. I might get a heart attack because of it, but it's all worth it. Alright, with that being said, it's time to wrap up the episode. Good luck if you're playing in fantasy football. I hope your players do well. If your team, I hope your team does well, unless their name is the Houston Texans. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Watch football this weekend. And this is indeed Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best seat in the house.